It's the DC Tweet Team Podcast. I'm Jonathan Osmond, joined by Maurice Hawkins. And don't look now, the Commanders are actually in a position, very outside, but in a position to make the NFC East race for the playoffs very, very interesting. And it all was thanks to the win against the Texans on Sunday. And it will depend on how well they do against the Falcons this Sunday, as well as what's going to happen in between. And it's Thanksgiving. So first, happy Thanksgiving to you, Maurice. Happy Thanksgiving, Jonathan. And also, got to give you a huge shout out for your one-year anniversary of being the uh, host of the uh, DC True Team podcast. So uh, congratulations to that. I can't believe it's been a year. Yeah, yeah. If you would have told me a year ago I'd still be doing this, I'd be like, no, that's crazy. <laughs> Hilarious. It's okay. We can be. Oh, yeah, and we've got a third dog now, so. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, because our lives were too perfect. Anyway, um, so what are your plans for Thanksgiving? Are you going to be watching the um, watching football? Yeah, I'll be watching a lot of football. I mean, obviously, uh, the most important game in regards to all things Commander is the 4 o'clock game with the Giants versus the Cowboys. So, right. you know, I, I think I need to root for the Cowboys because the more <laughs> the Giants lose, uh, the better it is for the Commanders, right? That's true. And look, I mean, I didn't want to get into it right away, mm-hmm. um, but... <laughs> I hate to say it, but tomorrow I think we are going to have to all be Cowboys fans because the Cowboys are a team where I don't, I cannot tell you if if you told, if you asked me if the Cowboys are good or bad, I would say that they're benefiting from a very easy schedule and playing against teams that are not very good. But I don't think they're very good. I think they're pretty fraudulent. But then you see what they went to did to the Vikings. Who the Vikings? Are the Vikings good? <laughs> like, did we just see a matchup of equals of fraudulent teams? I don't know. But the Giants have yet to face the Eagles. They still have to play the Eagles twice. And they still have to play the Cowboys. And before, let's see, they played the Cowboys and lost to them. So, Essentially, the Giants could be the team with the best record that could be sitting outside the NFC East playoff race only because, like, they could, if they lose Sunday, then their matchup against us matters a lot, right? Yes. And now it comes back to what is, you know, what team is going to make it? And I think we're, we're, we're always saying, like, we're battling for possibly that second playoff spot because we feel like the San Francisco 49ers could could battle their way into a spot, or maybe it's the Seahawks. And so for the Commanders, Commanders fans, yeah, I think you're kind of rooting for, well, I mean, really, both teams got the same record, right? <laughs> well, so, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think with the uh, the Cowboys are 7-3 and three and the Giants are 7-3 and three right now. So, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but... The for the Giants, they play us twice. Remember with that, we finally have a bye week, so they play mm-hmm. us twice, and then they still have to play the Eagles. Um, so they play the Commanders, Eagles, Commanders. Mm-hmm. Then they still have to face the Vikings. So the Vikings may actually figure out how to play football again. Mm-hmm. Um, that is at one o'clock. So Kirk Cousins is safe there. 
Um, <laughs> and then they then they go face the Colts, who, my goodness, the Colts, huh? Nearly knocked off the Eagles. What yeah. is that all about? Um, and then and then they face the Eagles at the end of the year. So I don't know. There's a. I, I'm gonna. I, I know this is gonna sound crazy. Um, I think there's a chance that the Commanders could be could win the NFC East. That's a bold prediction. Uh, I'm gonna be a way more conservative and just hope for my <laughs> hope for my seven 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 seed to get in the tournament and call it a day. But uh, that's a lot of losing by a lot of teams. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for well, us to I, win. You, I mean, look, that is crazy not crazy yeah. talk, right? Yeah, it is crazy talk. And not to say that they're going to go and do anything. But the reality is, is that I think the Giants are the best. They were, were the best seven win team to, um, I mean, they, they got their seven wins against the Panthers, who are dreadful, um, against they played the Bears, who we beat. Um, they beat the Packers, who we beat. They beat the Ravens, which I think was unexpected until you saw the Panthers play the Ravens on mm. Sunday, and they look that 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 game was dreadful, mm. um, and that was at home, yeah. Um, for the Ravens, um, they beat the Jaguars, which was expected. They got destroyed by the Seahawks, um, and they were within, well, I guess eight points of the Texans. Uh, and then the Lions just obliterated him like they obliterated us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of think that the, the Giants could fall. And then in because they still have so they still have the entire NFC East scheduled to go. We really just have um, one Eagles game. Oh, no. We just have one Cowboys, Cowboys game and two Giants games and two Giants games left. Yeah. yeah. And so if you go take care of your business on Sunday against the Falcons. Now, all of a sudden, um, yeah, we still got to play the Browns mm-hmm. and who knows what that's going to look like. And you still got to play the 49ers. I think that's probably the toughest team on the schedule. If you'd see the way that they're playing right now, mm-hmm. but there's not a team out there with the exception of whatever the giants are that really kind of, gives any pause to the commanders. Well, I think right now the key to the commanders is going to be this matchup against the Falcons, right? So once again, a little bit more of a challenging team from the Texans, but nonetheless a winnable game. I mean, the the Falcons offense is a bit erratic. They lost uh, Kyle Pitts, their their rookie first-round draft pick, tight end phenom. Uh, I think he had an ankle injury, so he, I think he's, yeah, he's um, done. He's done for the season. So that's a major weapon off the uh, the chessboard for Mariota and company. So I and I also think the way our defense is playing right now, like this is the best iteration of the Commanders uh, football team Redskins uh, defense that we've seen under the Rivera regime um, since he's been with the team. So kudos to Jack Del Rio when he's not putting out silly tweets. He can call a pretty good defense. The defense has been fantastic. I think yeah. the, um, I, I, you know, at the beginning of the year, I think they were still finding themselves and they were still trying to figure out what position William Jackson III is going to have mm-hmm. on this team. And now you see come um, November, late November, mm-hmm. this 
This defense is looking fantastic. Deron Payne is is playing himself into a very, very lucrative contract. Montez Sweat had an amazing day against against the Texans. Um, against a mobile quarterback on the Texans. Like, I guess that's the thing that, um, you know, we like to make fun of the Texans for just being dreadfully bad. Um, that that first uh, interception that went for a pick six kind of really set the tone. Um, but uh, their quarterback is mobile. And so, I mean, you saw that how he got, got around there and got a touchdown for himself. Mm-hmm. Um Besides having his, you know, looking like a giraffe on the field, but the, 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 they have, they have to figure out the mobile quarterback because you're going to have him, you know, you had uh, Davis Mills, you have um, Marcus Mariota this week, Mm -hmm. and then you've got Daniel Jones, who's discovered his wheels again Mm -hmm. and is out there playing like a, like XFL player and as well as the running game, it seems like the NFC East has really shifted to being a run first, uh, a run first focus, right? Right, right. Um, and so, and the Atlanta Falcons, I mean, look, let, let's not kid ourselves here. The Atlanta Falcons a few weeks ago were battling for first place in the, in the NFC East, or sorry, in the NFC South. And really right now, if they win, and it's going to be a big game for them Sunday because Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay is going up against the Browns, uh, but then they play against the Saints. Who um, none of the, like so none of the teams in the NFC South are any good, but really they're all kind of lumped together with the exception of the Panthers of like losing records and and five hundred records. So they're playing for their their playoff lives at this point. Um, at at five and six with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at five and five and the New Orleans Saints at four and seven. And so for as much as it's important for Washington to to get this win, to get another step with a positive direction, they also need this for themselves because if they lose this one, I mean, you're going to hope that Tampa Bay struggles some more. Like, is the NFC South going to be the division that has like the seven win team makes it to the, the playoffs. Like, you know, like this is kind of what we're in, what we're in for right now. Right. Like right. they're all fighting for their lives um, and fighting for all this because there is not a pathway with the way the NFC East is playing and the NFC West. There's not a pathway for any other division that's going to have a, a, a wild card. No, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, I mean, the NFC East is definitely heads and shoulders above every other division in the fast National Football League. I mean, interesting stat: every team in the NFC East is above five hundred. Yeah. Okay. Well, and the and the AFC East, the AFC <laughs> yeah. East, this, uh, the Jets, who yeah. just benched their quarterback um, uh, for some Jeff George, Jeff George vibes. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, you know, Miami, Buffalo, uh, New England, all above 500. And then mm-hmm. here you go. The NFC East where the Washington's the worst at six and five. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you could argue that right now, even though we're in last place in the, in the division, over the past six over the past six games, we might be playing the best football out of any team in the NFC East. I think that the the part that I get frustrated about is, and I know that I'm I'm probably one of the few, I'm one of the minority, and I accept this. 
that it's frustrating to see sometimes Taylor Heineke. I feel like that the, the, the offense is, is held back in a way by Taylor's um, uh, skill set. And, you know, this is why, like, I was a proponent for Carson Wentz because I said, you know, all right, you know, we have in Taylor, you know where the ceiling is, but Taylor clearly knows how to run the offense better. And when you don't have guys like Trey Turner blocking uh, Brian Robinson, like literally he mm-hmm. tackled Brian Robinson on a run um, <laughs> on Sunday, you know, so when you have like tackles and, and guards that actually are playing good, uh, Carson can do good. Like he, he can go out there and win you some games. Um, and you, you see where I think that Taylor maybe. I hate to say it, Taylor may be the best and the worst quarterback in the NFC East because he's got the most talent around him. And uh, with the exception of the offensive line, who garbage. Um, but he also has uh, the the confidence to run the offense the way it needs to be run. And maybe this is Scott Turner too. Like this is a Scott Turner thing. Like, Scott knows his quarterback's limited. He knows his quarterback's got to go out there, close his eyes, and throw the ball, hoping Terry McLaurin catches it. I mean, doesn't he have a T-shirt that says that? He has a new T-shirt. <laughs> and if you're looking for gifts, Taylor Heineke literally has a T-shirt that says, F it, Taylor, Terry's out there somewhere with his eyes closed and throwing the ball. And that tells you something about a quarterback. I, I don't know what does. So I think the Heineke hive needs to needs to calm themselves down because that's not. <laughs> I don't see Dak Prescott. I don't see Tom Brady. I don't see anybody out there closing their eyes and throwing the ball, hoping that the receiver goes and gets it. Yeah. Um. So, but that's that's where we are right now. Um. Carson Wentz. I think Car. I think we actually do see Carson Wentz back on the field this year. I think it's a high. I think it's a high probability we see I think Car- so. Carson Wentz back on the field. I think the thing right now is that Taylor Heineke is like a rental quarterback right now. Is that you got to see how he does game after game after game? Like he's I not think, the future. No, he's definitely not the future. He's the right. He's definitely the right he's, now. He, I think the rent a quarterback is the right is the right term for it. Because mm-hmm. I think the minute he has a bad game and he loses a game. I think Coach Rivera is going to slide. Okay, Car- here we go. Carson here comes Carson. Wilson. Yeah, here comes yeah. Carson. The know. four interception game. Yeah, that here comes Carson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or or whatever the case may be, right? Like, yeah, there's going to be that moment for Taylor, mm-hmm. and and maybe that maybe this is it. Like, maybe that's not it. Maybe, maybe Taylor goes out there and wins himself a playoff, right. a playoff game. Like, and and comes back from that. Uh, you know, the game against the Buccaneers or they're so close and just couldn't just couldn't get it over the edge. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I and I don't want to be that guy. Right. But mm-hmm. I feel like this was if you look at how the Eagles won their Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right. It was Carson Wentz got him all the way to the promised land, gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Here comes Nick Foles and right. takes another and, and, and takes him the rest of the way. And so maybe this is the reverse of that for Carson Wentz. Maybe mm-hmm. this is Carson seeing how the how the offense works like firsthand learning on the sideline, being the mm-hmm. veteran quarterback with the arm and uh, I'd say the smarts, mm-hmm. you see how quickly this whole thing has to run. And now you can execute 
and um, go out there. So if Taylor gets hurt, if there is a situation where he's has that bad game, uh, maybe against the Browns, then you may see him come back in or maybe even even verse the second game against the Giants. Keep guessing. Well, I think right now what we're seeing with the commanders is they have a formula, right? Which is play hard nosed defense, create turnovers and, you know, manage the game, lean heavily on the running game, you know, with the two headed monster of Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson, you know, with a dash of a, Curtis Samuel, who's your Swiss army knife, who's like the poor man's Debo Smith Samuel. And then, you know, getting the ball to uh, Terry McLaurin when, when need be. I mean, right now, what's been interesting, the two receivers that have really prospered with Taylor being in the lineup have been Terry McLaurin and Logan Thomas. They've been like his two, you know, main targets in the passing game. So I think the, the drawback for having Taylor in the game opposed to having Carson Wentz, that Carson's going to distribute, was distributing that ball to a lot of different people um, around the field, but he just wasn't getting the wins. So I think right now for Washington going to this game with the, with the Falcons, like if they can sustain that formula that I just listed, then that should be a recipe for a victory on Sunday. But I, I, I don't think uh, Taylor has a long leash with Coach Rivera. Do you think that Sunday was the best performance for Washington this entire season? No, I think the Eagles game was the best performance for Washington this entire season. Um, because, and, and the reason why I say that, because no one outside of the locker room or the commanders thought they had a snowball's chance of hell of beating the, the Eagles on Monday night. Uh, based off what they did on Monday night against the Eagles, it was expected for them to go down to Houston and beat the Texans. And they beat them, you know, soundly. So the first quarter, at the end of the first quarter, or sorry, first half, they had like mm-hmm. six offensive yards, the Texans. Yeah, right. Like that's that's crushing. Yeah. Were it not for dumb plays like uh Ridgeway a body suplexing that guy on the field. Mm-hmm. What is that all about? Yeah. Like what I, I it was amazing. Did you like let's <laughs> see it, but what are you doing? What are you doing picking a guy up and throwing him into the ground? Surprised he didn't get himself ejected out of the game for that. That yeah. was dumb. Well, I heard that uh, uh, Deron Payne, John Allen, and uh, Montez Sweat. Sweat were going to uh, pay a portion of his fine so he wouldn't be in poverty for the month of December. Yeah, his, his fine it would be greater than what he's getting paid to be on the team. Right. <laughs> like, he would owe the commanders money every game he played. Yeah, he, yeah he, he, he'd, get, he'd get a receipt. Like, this <laughs> he'd get a bill, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what a what a dummy. Yeah, I know that they they like Ridgeway in the run game, and he's mm-hmm. had some good plays. But I feel like he that one, and mm-hmm. there wasn't there one against the Vikings where mm-hmm. he did something stupid and got him. At, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, and like was like at, an inopportune penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that. I mean, obviously he's a back of the roster guy. He's there for depth, but yeah, come on, man. Yeah, you could be you could be off the team real quick too, doing that kind of stuff. So seriously, seriously. You know. uh, speaking of defensive line, uh, there's a one Chase Allo, which is young, uh, that is set it's not to. His middle name. I know it's not, but I just like to throw it. <laughs> I like to say Allo Witches uh, is is set to make his season debut uh, this Sunday. Oh, I mean he'll be active. Yeah, I, I think he'll be on a pitch count. I wouldn't be surprised right. if. 
if Chase Young, I think it'll be it'll be big. I mean, I think yeah. they're going to need him in the run game. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if you see him in a pitch count. If you see him out mm-hmm. there only a handful of times, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want him hurt too soon. And really, you want him against the Giants. Yeah. Probably more so than you need him against the Falcons. The Falcons yeah. are a team that you you ask them to throw the ball because they they have to run it. Mm-hmm. And the and Washington has played great against the run. Yeah. No. Well, once they once they settle down against the uh, the Lions, I think um, they've they figured out. Okay, we're going to be ball hawks at the secondary, and then we're going to stop the run. Mm-hmm. And they've done that without their Mike linebacker. Right. This is right. another Cole Holcomb game where he will be out, um, expected to be out again. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be back there with. Um, Jamin Davis and and also ran mm-hmm. uh, the Falcons. Uh, no, this is crazy. The Falcons are actually going to bring in, or at least it, the the their social media rumor is that they are so depleted that they're bringing in um, Will Compton. Will Compton, former yeah. Redskins legend. <laughs> Will Compton L- losing that term loosely, right? Uh, legend, like Taylor's a legend. I don't know. No. Well, t- I, Taylor's a legend. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. No, he'll be he'll be sitting there telling them stories like he. Never, mm-hmm. Let me tell you about the time he beat Tom Brady. Yeah, to his grandkids. Um, that's a big that's a big story to tell. It is a good story to tell. Like yeah, the guy with the six championship ring, I'd be him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't nothing. He ain't nothing. After he beat us once, we just whooped him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that that's um. And it tells you everything you need to know about the Val against the Falcons. Uh, you know they're depleted; they're fighting for their lives. But I think that they're still—I mean, they went and drafted a quarterback, Desmond Ritter, mm-hmm. uh, and they made Desmond Ritter a wide receiver. And I think he's like their number two wide receiver right now. So that's great. And he's like thirty-seven years old, right? He was a—he was a rookie, mm-hmm. but he was like the <laughs> oldest college quarterback. He's like uh, Perry Ellis out there for Kansas. <laughs> Um, uh, playing, but man, I tell you what, I, I just, I don't, I don't fear them. I don't fear. And I hope that this, they, I feel like the team understands and they, we saw that they didn't get caught by the trap of the mm-hmm. hapla Texans, right? Right. They came out there and they just whooped them. And that's what we said, right? They had to go yeah. out there and whoop them and they did it. What was interesting to me is like, I watched the, uh, the post game um, footage when they were in the locker room and coach gave his speech and everything. And they were saying how don't get complacent. Yeah. Like you, like you won the they're game. Like, yeah. We, yeah, exactly. Like don't, yeah. we, we let up, like don't yeah. let up. Right. I think that's the thing. I think like that's the next phase for Washington to get into that shark destroyer mode was like, it's, you know, once you get a t- team down, keep them down. Don't let them get stomp any on their like neck. stomp on their necks, you know, just, you know, go for utter domination. You know, you know that um, Payne and Allen understand that coming from Alabama, but you want that to permeate throughout the entire team. Um, and I think they may have been a wee bit critical on themselves. I mean, we looked at, you know, the turnovers they caused. I mean, you know, Kendall Fuller's, you know, INT for a touchdown return. And then that just amazing interception that Derek Forrest had, you know, once I mean, Derek Ford, that, once again, yeah, once again out there being a ball hawk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what you see there is Washington. Um, I, I thought it was interesting that that um, John Allen was critical also of the offense. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, what are you guys doing? Like, mm-hmm. we had these guys dead to rights. They only had six yards. Like, we can do better on offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you got you got them both looking at like get it together. Yeah. Um, those are two guys I wouldn't be letting down, Deron Payne or Terry McLaurin. Can you imagine like going to the locker room and you're gonna let those two dudes down? Or I mean, John, sorry, John Allen or, or uh um or Terry McLaurin. Like you you gonna let those guys down? You don't wanna let those guys down and uh and John Allen and uh Deron Payne are certified takers of milk money. Okay. Yeah. So um they you saw a, how many how often he was just pushing guys <laughs> right back into the quarterback on Sunday. Like good grief. I mean both I'm gonna say right now both those guys need to earn spots in the Pro Bowls as well as they're playing this season. Speaking of that, Pro Bowl voting is underway right now. So make sure you get out there, vote for vote for all of our guys. Like Tress White needs to be in there, John mm-hmm. Allen, Deron Payne. Montez Sweat has quietly had himself an amazing season and you saw Sunday just he mm-hmm. abused abused his uh it was it right the right tackle left tackle he was up against just right. ran around the guy <laughs> multiple times right um Derek Forrest needs to be in the Pro Bowl yeah Derek Forrest has earned himself as well as um Cam uh, Curl Cam Curl. Yeah. Cam Curl absolutely has earned himself a, a Pro Bowl spot. Man, that defense has gotten so good when he's on the field. Right. Are we reaching a point right now that the defense is playing so well that it kind of is strong enough to absorb maybe some anemic performances from the offense? Well, that's it, right? Yeah. That's that's what – you remember the few years ago when they won the NFC East, mm-hmm. not re- like the last year of um, Gruden. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the, Gruden the, the time Gruden was, mm-hmm. right? Like their offense stunk, mm-hmm. like Greg Minuski or some nonsense as yeah. the as the defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and they couldn't stop anyone. Right, so they just had to go out and like try to score, try to score, try to score. Yeah. And I think that was also the season where they had like nineteen rotations on offensive line because everybody kept getting hurt, mm-hmm. and they just ran out of players. Right, like they just you know that was it. Whereas now, my gosh, like if we could have that that offense. Playing with this defense. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Like, you're just killing it. Put right. put Robert Griffin the third in this offense. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, it would be a, it would be wild. You'd just be like, let's just, all right, five out, four wide, three wide. Don't worry about it. Like, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I just, I think that this is a team that you clearly see what the need here is. You can see what they were building towards, what Rivera was building. This mm-hmm. is it. This is defense is going to just, is going to make you pay. Mm-hmm. Offense has got all the talent. You got to have the quarterback. That's the part that's missing. And and I, I hate it that every time we talk about, and everybody that always talks about the commanders talks about quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Reality is that's it. That's yeah. the one piece you got to have. That's why they keep going after everybody, mm-hmm. and they're going to probably do it again this offseason. Um, I doubt that they'll that they'll sign Wentz unless they can like restructure his deal and make it cheap, because I feel like they they don't want to lose what they got on defense. Mm-hmm. And and maybe that maybe that is you go howl for howl next year. Maybe mm-hmm. that's it. Maybe this is Sam Howell season. Um, but that's what they need. Like well, you got to have that piece, and then and then this thing. This thing looks like Dallas says they are. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, the, the, what else? Uh, two things I'll say. The, the first thing is that the the more they continue to win, 
the less likely we'll see Howell this season, right? So, oh we, yeah, of course you're not going to put him in. Like, hey, yeah. we're going to the playoffs, and we just yeah. win this game. Let's try it out the rookie. That'd yeah. be dumb. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, because if if you see if you see Howell um, um, on the field, then you know the season's over. Yeah. So, but so I think that next season, I mean, you could yeah. realistically they're going to have to make some off-season decisions. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like you know, do they save money on quarterback and start how so they can sign Payne, or do they go do they swing for the fences and then you got to let Payne go? I mean, I, I I think as long as Coach Rivera's on his team, he's going to find a way to keep Payne and Allen. So, oh yeah, you're not getting rid of Allen, and I yeah. think that. So this is what I I think we're going to have to um or we'll save the we'll table this discussion for another podcast. Mm-hmm. But I think as we get back to the discussion around the team being sold. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that you see like teams like the 49ers and teams like the um uh in like the Rams, you know, the Rams go out and they always are getting players. Like mm-hmm. they'll get rook, you know, they trade all their draft picks for veterans. We're gonna win right now, win right now, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And for the commanders, the commanders are, you know, they still have a little bit of money to spend for this season. Um, they're going to have to figure out next season. They've got all these players they got to sign. But I feel like the Rams have figured out how to how to keep a roster of talent and not and and still keep going. Right. Um, Sam Bradford ain't. Right, not Sam Bradford. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Matt Stafford. <laughs> there you go. The Sam Bradford of twenty twenty three or twenty twenty two. Like they figured out how to how to pay him, right? Yeah. Matt Stafford's getting paid. Uh, they they've got Jalen Ramsey still getting paid. They've got Cooper Cup who's still getting paid. They still got, um, you know, all their talent on that team. They're not loot. They're not like, oh my gosh, we can't pay anybody. It's like, oh, surprise, we signed them for another deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with Kansas City, right? Kansas right. City ain't letting dudes go. No, they uh, not. We can't. We can't pay the quarterback. We're gonna have to let him walk. So we're gonna have to have this discussion around what is, what is the implication of the sale? Which obviously it, it's it's happening, mm-hmm. and then. What is going forward? How does this structure so that we don't end up end up like um, when this team sold the last time and we lost players like Brad Johnson and Trent Green and um, and some of our others that had to go because we couldn't sign them. Mm-hmm. Couldn't sign them. So anyway, yeah, that's that's a that's a lot to ponder. Um, Probably a good off-season discussion because oh, hopefully be, we get, hopefully we're still talking football into into January. You ever notice that when we're winning games that we're not talking about people selling the team? <laughs> oh, I still talk about we we still cheer sell yeah. the team every every Sunday. <laughs> our our every they score a touchdown we cheer sell the team. It's great. Um, <laughs> we're not letting up just because of the they're they're possibly thinking about not owning the team and ruining it for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that, look, from everything that is seen that's come out, unfortunately, you know, I don't think DC's got anything new mm-hmm. um, so far that they've presented, but I think all of that stuff taken together, it's a pretty big deal. Um, mm-hmm. 
and it and you know it's something where we're going to have to figure out what how the impact is going to be for this team going forward right and does it slow down a sale does it interfere with free agency does it interfere with being able to sign players um i think that's going to be the biggest discussion in the offseason for sure oh absolutely Especially because they want to do the, they want to have the deal finalized and ready to go for the owners meeting, uh, which comes up right around um, the start of free agency. Right. Um. So let's do two final things. First, Thanksgiving. What's your go-to Thanksgiving? It. What What's your plate look like? Oh wow! So my ideal Thanksgiving plate always starts with the turkey, right? Um, I mean, sometimes I, I know somebody that does salmon for Thanksgiving, and I think that's disappointing. Where, where are they from? Iceland? Um, no, they're <laughs> they're. Look, I don't let want me to say. Let me let me let me. T- they're, let me t- they're American, but they're not great. They're from France or something. I don't no, know. No, <laughs> it's you know the people. I like salmon, and like you get your. You're not even getting like real salmon. You're getting like farm farm raised salmon from like the Aldi like get, get that off my plate so but, sorry look, salmon lovers I ain't look, eating that stuff on look, Thanksgiving like you, you you're not real Thanksgiving diners yeah so, so I need the tilapia like get out of here with that yeah yeah get out of town uh no first of all no seafood on your plate on Thanksgiving how about that no, do you do the seafood stuffing if somebody's no. doing that nonsense no, no that's, get those that's, oysters out of there yeah there's nonsense too so it all yeah. starts with the turkey breast meat for me right you gotta have some greens on there gotta have some stuffing without the oysters you know that's that's nasty um gotta have some mac and cheese on there mm-hmm. uh maybe a little potato salad on the side. Uh, if you want to have some of that, that the, the um, cranberry sauce, and I've and there's so many variations of cran- cranberry sauce. I mean, you got the the can cranberry sauce. The can is good. Yeah, can is good. You got it like in a little dish where you got some actual cranberries in there. Yeah, that's uh, good too. Got to have some biscuits. Got to have some rolls. Got to have some cornbread on there. So four, um, three kinds of three kinds of bread. Yeah, this is a starch lovers of uh, Thanksgiving dinner right mm-hmm. here. So. Um, you know, I, I mean, a lot of people have some, have some other dishes there. You know, they have like the little. Uh, I've been to Thanksgiving dinner would have had like that 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 string bean casserole. Not necessarily oh, yeah, my with favorite. The onion, uh, onions yeah, on top. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen some of that. I like that. Yeah, but I I think the Thanksgiving plate that I've laid out would it would be universally accepted about like eighty percent of American homes. Uh, yeah, I gotta uh, have tomorrow. gravy though. I don't. I didn't remember hearing any gravy. Oh, I mean, I, that's a foregone conclusion. You gotta have gravy. I mean, you gotta pour like goo gobs of gravy on the turkey. Yeah, the gravy you know, in the turkey yeah. is essential. It's got a gravy yeah. on the potatoes, the stuffing, stuffing, the the turkey. Yeah, like I almost do like a whole plate of like this is gravy things. Right. And then here are the cold items. Right. And then, yeah. So do so, you do a ham if, if there's a ham involved? I, I mean, yeah, ham's fine. I mean, I think you get fancy if you have ham. You know, you, I mean, that's, you're being very, very uh, luxurious if you have two, two meats, meats like that. Two meats, you know. But yeah. uh, I, but I think as long as you got the nice bird, you know, it's got a nice brown over there. And, and also, do you like for the bird to be served on the table or do you like for people to cut it up and then serve it? And then go to the table. So I, we already did Thanksgiving. So Mm -hmm. my thing about being a single dad is, um, you know, you always have to like negotiate holidays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 
the even years are the years that I don't get my son for holidays. And so mm-hmm. it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did Thanksgiving uh, Friday, last Friday. And mm-hmm. so I'm a, I'm, I figured out like, while it looks good, mm-hmm. I love to take the bird and cut it up and like, just go to town on it in the mm-hmm. kitchen and then bring out to the table, the carved up bird. Right. <laughs> and so like, I'll, I'll, I won't cut like all of it up. Like we had mm-hmm. myself, my son, my girlfriend and mm-hmm. our friend, um, for Thanksgiving. And so like I did half the bird right? and that left the other half on the, uh, you know, on it. And then I came through afterwards and I just chunked that up mm-hmm. because like that way come tomorrow, I'll now do I already have the pieces already done, but now the big, the big chunky breast, I can go and do whatever mm-hmm. I want with it. Right. So I, I don't, I'm not a big, you know, like I'll even, and I know this is a sin, but I like to even take the legs. Mm-hmm. I cut the meat off the legs because I mm-hmm. love the dark meat. Really? Surprise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do. It's, it's better tasting. It, it, I, it's not I, as dry. I beg to differ, sir. It's that- better on a sandwich. It kills. It slaps as the kids say on a sandwich. <laughs> So you got to have the right mashed uh, the right uh, potato salad too, right? Fair. If your potato salad is all white, or if there's red skins in it, and I'm sorry, I know red skins. If there's red skin potatoes in that potato salad, that is bananas. That is wrong. Right. That's that's garbage potato salad. I won't be eating that. It's got to have a little bit of mustard. It's mm-hmm. got to have that pickle flavoring to it. It's got to have just a a little bit of boiled egg, but not enough that I can taste it. Paprika. It's got to have some paprika in it. It has to have like a little bit of bite to it, a little bit of pickly bite. Yeah. And it and it has those things. I'm good. If it if it doesn't, I'm I won't a even. Good, a, I might even walk out. A good potato salad's got some celery in there too. Yeah, it has celery. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, there's a um, a soul food restaurant down the street mm-hmm. uh, from my house, and I will go in there and just buy the um, the potato salad because like the way my mom used to make. Mm-hmm. And so I like it, it, it's very specific to me. Like I have to do it a certain way. Mm-hmm. And if it's not that way, I don't want it. So, um, so here's the, here's the most important question about your Thanksgiving uh, meal. What is your dessert of choice? Answer carefully. No. So I've got, <laughs> weird, so, you know, think about what do we already have? So, um, I'm a pumpkin pie guy. Uh-huh. I don't like sweet potato pie. Though oh. I think they all taste very similar. Yeah. To me, they taste very similar, but I'm a pumpkin pie guy. Yeah. I'm an apple pie guy. Yeah. I'm an ice cream guy. I love as much ice cream as possible. So if it's pie, I got to have ice cream. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's pie, like uh, pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. I want so much whipped cream that you can't even see the pumpkin. That, that there's pie. Pecan yeah. pie, I'm not eating no nut pie. Get that out of here. That is garbage. I'm, I don't want any part of it. I like pecan pie. Nah, you're you're lost. Yeah. No, I mean, I like, I like a good pumpkin. A, a good pumpkin pie is very good. It's a safe. Cos- Costco you pumpkin pie you, is my jam. You, you, you can't you can't go wrong with a nice pumpkin pie. I mean, pumpkin I think, or apple. Yeah. Don't go crazy. Cherry's yeah. good too. Yeah, cherry's good pie. Nut pie. I like that. For. The apple pie is pretty good if you want to reheat it the next day. Yeah, exactly. We got we have like yeah. a cobbler in the freezer. We may throw in there. Yeah, it's gonna be just two like, of us for Thanksgiving, so it's like I don't yeah. like eating cold apple pie. I like my apple pie hot. I love cold apple pie, especially yeah. 
Um, like I'll take a pie after we make it and like put it in the in the refrigerator to cool it. Um, I love it when it's cold and then I can throw more ice cream on it and eat it together. That's for me. That, I like that, eating. That I stops. like eating it hot and then the vanilla ice cream melts and you just yeah, get like this really. That's really nice cool. too when it's fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. So, yeah, I uh, I'm trying to figure out like we were we were talking about like what do we do for thanksgiving like do we go and do a um like a pork roast instead of turkey because we've been eating turkey kind of all week and like, nah, i think we'll just kind of eat the turkey some more um so we'll see i think okay. that you got to have a good there has to be at least two plates and 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 this is where it's going to change your life is you got to do the hot plate and the cold plate <laughs> don't mix them together right you don't want your gravy touching your potato salad or no. getting into your 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 cranberry sauce and you mm-hmm. got to have cranberry sauce. And I love the can, but the stuff that's got like a little bit of orange flavor with it yeah. is the best. I try that. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. that. Publix is like where it's at. Right. Like they, they actually make the, they call it the relish. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic. Um, for people to actually like try to make cranberry sauce. I'm like, no, this is cool. I go there and I get the cranberry sauce and then I put it in a, my own container and I take it and go, okay, I made this. Mm-hmm. All day. Spent all day on this. People don't know the difference. So, finally, I noticed that you have been, you, Maurice Harris, Maurice Harris, Maurice Hawkins, <laughs> former wide receiver, Maurice Harris, Maurice Hawkins, you, you have been a left-hand up guy. Me? <laughs> you have been left-hand. I saw you tweet left-hand up. I did. I did. I got caught up in the Matrix, man. It's like, I felt bad. Last week, you said, I'm not doing that song. That song's terrible. Yeah. And over the course of one week, you have become left-hand up guy. Let me tell you what, what it is, right? You got to get through all of the of the really interesting lyrics to get to the left it takes hand a long up. Time. Who are we? These are commanders. And you it's, get to, It's all you should be. That's, that's all it should be. Left what, hand up. Who are we? The commanders. It's, that's, it's Can't the stand us. Yeah. What left hand up? Yeah. That's the that's what the song should be. Just that's it. Yeah. Those lines. Yeah, that's it. But look, I'm not knocking the hustle. Like, I mean, the fact that they've earned as much media the paper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been to Washington Post. They've been interviewed. I mean, uh, they're what's, gonna what's, be at the stadium performing, performing the, the song this weekend. What's the guy? Um, the former uh, Colts kicker, uh, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee oh. was, was, oh, talk, yeah. was he, talking. He's the about, one that hyped it up big time. Yeah, he hyped it up big time. So, like, shout out to uh, um, to those guys. What is it? Um, uh, Willie, DJ Willie, something like that. Goody, 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 yeah, Goody or Woody, Woody yeah. and Goody, Woody and Goody. I don't shout, know. Shout out to those guys, man. Uncle and nephew. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I look. I think we said this back um, even when we had uh, Winston on mm-hmm. that, like that, you know, the hail to the commanders was awful. And right. so the fact that they had these and these guys came up with it over the summer. So this isn't something mm-hmm. that that's like they just did. This is out mm-hmm. over the summer. People hated it. Mm-hmm. We mocked it. I mocked it. I, I definitely mocked it. Dumb. And then here goes Pat McAfee. I mm. thought Pat was trolling us. He, yeah. he probably was. <laughs> but then he started it, it earwigs in you. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, yeah, it's um, 
It's good. It needs to be shorter though. And we yeah. need to just, just hit the high notes. Cause like hail to the Redskins mm-hmm. is two minutes and five seconds long. The whole yeah. song start to finish, even with that part in the middle where they just mm-hmm. play the music is, yeah. but two minutes, five seconds. And the first part's like 30 seconds long. Can, so, can, can we agree that the team overthunk, overthunk, you know, the whole fight song thing well, they no. should just, they just should have played the music and let the fans do their thing in the stands and call it a day. Don't put no words on the screen. Just play the, play the music. Yeah, the way they, I mean, that would have been easier. Yeah. I think, t- so to me, and I know that we, when we had Tim on, Tim disagreed. Yeah. And that's fine. He can be wrong. But <laughs> I I totally believe, like, if you're going to pay $7 billion for something, you're going to change it however you want. And so I right. feel like, and then while that may have not been a, at the time a part of it, I think mm-hmm. that they started getting real cheap. What the with the Mm rebrand, the song being that here are two versions that Mm -hmm. clearly two guys went into a conference room real quick and slapped together. Yeah, I mean it was terrible. Why in the world does the team not go and say, "Hey fans," because you're asking fans for all the other stuff. Yeah. Hey fans, why don't you come up with a song? Like song contests all summer long. You could have been doing song contests. Could have mm-hmm. been, you know, what do you like about this one? What do you think about this one? You know, it's like they decided to like, okay, this is the song and mm-hmm. no input and it's terrible. Right. And so, um, yeah, I think that this is why left hand up becomes a thing. Yeah. Because we all wanted it to be. You know, we all wanted to be better than what it was, and then yeah. now here we get we get left hand up. So, but you, but what was interesting about the song? Cause I I watched the video, you know, and they were. I mean, he, when he was singing the song, he was. It was. It's really a. It's really a tribute to the history of the team. It's all nostalgia, it is, but it's you know? so long. It is so long. Like I don't don't I don't need to hear about your aunt and and here are the fans and we want Dallas and mm. like it's nice. Come on, man. I, you know, you know. What, I mean, you know what they they made the song. They're getting their fifteen minutes of fame. You know, and in fact, I mean, I, and the fact that they get to perform the song at the game, I think that's a, I mean, a huge deal for them. So kudos to them. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I hope that the team shows up for that and the fans yeah. show up for that. They're gonna be ten thousand wild Commanders fans in the stands <laughs> on Sunday. Right. Um, I don't know what the weather is. The weather gonna be good up there? I hope so. Um. I hope so too. Yeah, I hope it's gonna be a great game. I hope, I hope that people show out. I think that like this, if you wanted a, a season to get behind this team, like mm-hmm. this is it. This is yeah. this is this is as good as it's gonna get right there. And I know yeah. that we're in fourth place right now, but it's gonna go fourth to first real quick. Well, you know, like this is like this is the time of the year when you know teams are gonna be moving up and down that playoff picture mm-hmm. like nobody's business. So. I mean, right now, I, the one thing I will say about Coach Rivera is that this will be the third season in a row where he has the team in playoff position going into December. So that's an improvement. But I think right now this is like a major game for them because if they can get this seventh win, that means they got six games to win over seven games. And that would be a mark of success for this team. So I, I think, like, you know, if I'm Coach Rivera, I'm saying we can get to our seventh win in week 12, you know, that's a big deal. It'll be seven and five, 
you know, and we don't know how the other uh, teams in NFL are going to shake out. But, you know, getting to seven and five going into December, being two games above 500. I mean, that's a huge, huge, huge deal for this team. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. And maybe our prediction of the of the team comes together. Yeah. <laughs> what what, are we, what were we, we were saying that they were going to be like? Oh, we, uh, we said we 11 said and four, we said 11 and we, five. we said 10 and seven. 10 right? and seven. Yeah, you said 10 and seven. So like if they beat the Falcons, that 10 and seven is very real. Very real. Man. Man. All right. Well, yeah. I guess. uh I guess we'll see what happens. I, I would encourage if you if you're not doing it yet. I know that Maurice had his watch party on Monday night, right? You had your watch party, and you're gonna start putting things together out there in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. We have had the best time these last few weeks. Um, like it's been fantastic. We've had such a a wild and raucous group. Uh, like our bar only holds like 90 people mm-hmm. and so but we were packed out on the patio like just doing having a great time um i can't wait for it like I, this is like when sundays are good and like i'm taking an uber to the game to to the watch party because i don't want to <laughs> have to risk driving home um right. you know and i'm driving i'm doing the uber there just so i don't even have to worry about it like that's just how right. much i'm planning like we're gonna have a good game so I hope that this Sunday, I don't want to be confident. Mm-hmm. And I know ESPN has us winning, you know, 60 to 30 or 60 to 40 or whatever. But I feel good. I feel like that this is a word. We're in the right place. So we'll see I, what happens. Any final sir. thoughts for yourself? No, I just want to wish all of the Commanders Nation a happy and safe uh, uh, Thanksgiving and not to dampen the spirit of today's podcast, but I also want to issue my thoughts and prayers to all of the families and victims impacted by the mass shooting in Chesapeake, Virginia. Unreal. Um, I mean, that hit, um, that really hit close to home. I, I literally work around the corner from that Walmart. So, you know, I've been to that Walmart before. Yeah, a lot of people that I know go to that Walmart. And, you know, once again, you know, gun violence visits a community in our country and I just hope it stops. I mean, I know it's, that's like a real, that's wishful thinking and everything, but just this, the frequency of these um, acts of violence are just getting out of control and, and we should never become numb to these things. So just want to, you know, extend my, um, my heartfelt um, prayers to those families um, who are being visited with this tragic news at the worst time of the year during the holidays. Yeah, I mean, there's been 600 mass shootings in the United States this year. 600. Yeah. And you think Uvalde wasn't that long ago. Yeah. That I think the world was captured. And then here, just this week alone, you have a gunman go into a a nightclub Mm -hmm. in Colorado Springs. Right. And thank God for... A um, thank God for a quick acting um, former two former military mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, veterans coming in and saving the lives of so many, right? Um, and then here in 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 your hometown, mm-hmm. um, another like a day later, it's just it's 
I'm so I, I I'm so over it. And, and this is coming and this is coming off the heels of the uh, the Charlottesville shooting, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is coming just off a of few that. days ago. Yeah. You know, so oh, what a week or two ago. Yeah. With like, the, and you saw Rivera and the whole team with the. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's 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 to me. You know, not you know. We're, I mean, we're you know we're a Commanders podcast and we want to talk about football, but you know, I I, I think we we got as a country we got to do better. We we got to figure out a way to do better. And well, let me think. Said. Sunday, they are unleashing another or the uh, I guess the tribute to Sean Taylor on top of everything else. So maybe this is a a Mm -hmm. good segue since Sean was killed in his home Mm -hmm. by an intruder using a gun who went to rob him thinking that nobody was there, but if nobody was going to be there, why do you have a gun? Yeah. Um, And so, you know, and he dies protecting his wife and his child. Yeah. And so Sunday we're honoring him. And in all this time that all this has happened, Nothing's changed. No. And hopefully something does change. And uh, it it needs to change. I think it's, if you go outside the country, you travel outside the country, people Mm -hmm. are like, man, America is bananas. Like, how do you live there when people are, you know, you could be gunned down at any moment. And it's just, you, you, you realize that that's, that's a sad reality for our country. Yeah. And it's, um, it's not what we need. You know, we, America has so many great things, but gun violence is not one of them. No. So, anyway, I hope that the Sean Taylor Memorial Sunday is a whole lot better than the Sean Taylor Memorial was last year. Yeah. Where they took the family picture in front of the Port of Johns and then they let, uh, <laughs> and they let, uh, um, what's his face, his brother, um, Jackson Mahomes. Oh. Uh, yeah. Are they bringing Jackson back to do a little another little dance number? You know, like uh, independent, uh, do your thing, man. <laughs> um, what a, that was just a, a just a disaster. So I hope that yeah. that, that that's it. So anyway, um, it, I'm hoping that for a big victory. Hope you guys get to the game. Hope you get to a watch party. Go hang out with your friends. Enjoy Thanksgiving, and uh, you don't let your family bother you too much. Um. And we will hopefully talk about another another positive step for the commanders next week. And then we're back talking playoffs against the Giants. So until next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.